Kenneth. And Kazuchika Okada cannot put on a bad match together. Oh, no. I think no. it's impossible. It's not a thing. They could have no arms, no legs, <laughs> be blind, deaf, and mute, and I think they can still find their way to each other. and welcome to a very festive and very merry episode of Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to what is the greatest Christmas song of all time. I personally am a fan of Jingle Bell Rocks because duh. I don't really like Christmas, therefore I don't like Christmas songs. Um, okay, there's there's you know, there's no need to hurt me personally. So it's okay, because I, I hate them too. So. What the dudes? Oh, I didn't say I hate them. I hate Christmas. Okay. I'm just, I guess so clearly we can't be friends. As always, I am your host, the Holly Jolly Will the Thrill, joined by McScrooge oh. himself, <laughs> the one, the only Shades, and the Grinch who burnt Christmas, Maddie Bizzle. Oh my mantle. How excited are you for the this Grinch episode? The Grinch who burnt Christmas. Why are you doing this to me? Because I'm making fires. This is my episode. You know what? I'll get in the mood just for you. Thank you. You know why? Because Christmas, little kitties opening their presents. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing, uh, they do, uh, I got a iPod Touch or a laptop now, yeah. a rocket ship. Yeah. We had nothing when we were kids growing up because we, we were had, all poor. We had rocks and such. <laughs> but it's and you okay. Know what? I am in a festive mood. There we go. I'm not wearing my suit. But it's awards night, baby. Yes, it is. So not only are we going to talk about Raw and SmackDown from this week, which were pre-recorded but went on on Monday and Tuesday for the holiday season, we're also going to have our first ever annual Grapples to Apples Award Night where we're going to be awarding our golden apples and our rotten apples to some of your favorite and least favorite performers, matches, and events of the year. Now, before we do all that, somebody ring that very merry bell. So, Raw, we had the tag team titles on the line. Glorious Gable, as the Holly Jolly Thrill yeah, boy. would like to call them, versus my team, The Revival. Unfortunately, Revival, a little short before the new year. Don't come away with the tag team titles, but new year, new format that the uh, powers that be are going to instill. Hopefully, The Revival have a big year. And I think so. Don't make me a liar. Well, let's see. Next we had Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, triple threat match. Good match. Finn Balor goes over. Which I think is telling because we've heard rumors that they are going to push Finn Balor to the moon. Which, yeah. I'm, which I'm hoping for. And if this is any indication of that, then that's, you know, we're looking good for Finn Balor because anyone who knows us personally knows that we're fans of Finn Balor. We've been fans of him since before he was on the main roster, before he was in NXT even. So I hope that this is the beginning of his push. Um, only one can, and no one wants that more than my monkey. She doesn't stop talking about it. Well, I mean... Babe, they're going to push Finn Balor. And I'm just like, <laughs> I have a podcast. I know this stuff already. <laughs> uh, who knows? Hopefully, uh, think think we'll see a WrestleMania match out of him. 
WrestleMania. I mean, he'll definitely match. beat He'll be it, at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, maybe no. an IC title match. Who knows? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. He's not at the top of the card yet. It's going to take at least another year or so before he's up in the main event scene. Especially when they're doing this whole uh, Braun Strowman and they're pushing Drew McIntyre. But Right. True. Um, well, we'll we also got four months to get to WrestleMania, which is a, qu- a third I'm, of the year. I'm telling you, he's not not this year. Not this year. Maybe we'll next see year. see what happens. Maybe next year. And we had a six-woman tag because what is wrong without a six-woman tag? Sasha Banks, Bailey, the hug and boss connection mm-hmm. or the boss, boss and hug connection. Sure. What a rip. Anyway, Ember Moon on that team taking on the team of Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, Mickey James. So is Dana Brooke a heel again? It's like yes, unexplained. Dana Brooke is back to being a heel because reasons. She's got more flip flops than the Big Show. No, no one's got more flip flops than the Big Show. You're absolutely. But right. what I don't, like, they're talking about how we're like gonna get the fans are gonna get what the fans want. The fans want one of two things from Sasha and Bailey: either a Sasha heel turn, or do the tag titles already. Why are we doing this? I think they're saving the tag titles for Mania. Fine, but then we don't need to have Ember Moon in a, in a six involved with them in a six woman tag match. I think they want to set up the tag division. I want to try and I think they want to keep Ember relevant and keep giving her pushes. Towards this is not relevant. It just puts her yeah. on TV, it's, but it doesn't yeah. keep her relevant. That, that, um, I was like, just because you're on air doesn't make doesn't make you relevant. But, it depends on what programs you're in that makes you relevant. Exactly. Six women tags get you lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. People are focused on Sasha Banks and Bailey mm-hmm. as opposed to Ember. Mm-hmm. And then look at who they're going against: Alicia Fox. Meh. Uh, Dana Brooke, meh, meh. And Mickey James, probably the veteran, but still meh. At this point in her career, meh. talent enhancement. Like, yeah, that's all yeah, she is. Yeah, for sure. Ember Moon gets lost in the shuffle with those. She gets grouped in with those four women, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. I don't like Ember Moon, but I know that Mr. Thrill does. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think she's a good, like, I think she's a good worker. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of hers. Even in NXT, I thought the way that she, like, has this mystical image. But then her character is just like a regular plain Jane. Yeah. Doesn't work for me. But I can appreciate that she's really good in the ring. She's like a... For me, she's like Apollo Crews. Except she has a little bit more personality. Yeah. <clears throat> but like she's got the contacts and the, the moon thing. Like She has the image of like a really cool character and she doesn't. she's mm-hmm. not a cool character. Yeah. I think she is... In theory, it's a cool character cool when thing. it comes across corny, in my yeah. opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the B- Boston Hug connection. Yeah. yeah. They need a new name. Yeah, they really do. Because that's... It's they, I mean, they side. don't really call them that. They just call them, you know, Sasha Mike, and Bailey, Mike, but Mike. their gear has... It's boss time. Ugh. I figured out. Legit hugs. Matt is our Michael Cole. Oh, he's definitely our Michael Cole. 100% without that. I'm our Corey Graves. And you are Renee. <laughs> oh, that's just, that's just mean. Would you rather be Renee or Rome? Excuse me? Would you rather be Renee or Roman? But Roman's not on the announced team. We, we talked about... Okay, whatever. Dean, Seth... <laughs> okay. You know what? Fine. Whatever. I did get lost in that one. I ain't <laughs> Sasha Banks, Bailey, Ember Moon, they go over. Ronda Rousey, Raw siding. My gosh, she's actually in a match. Defending her championship against Natalia, who won last week. Her Who won last week's gauntlet The gauntlet match. match to become the number one contender to have this match opportunity. So... Ronda goes over because, duh. Of course. I'm a little... I wish they had held this match off for at least another week. I wanted to... Build something so they can use Natalya for a heel turn. For me... Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which we have a Royal Rumble announcement to get to. We're going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. Keep your pants on. It's not New Year's, it's Christmas. Hey. Um, I would have liked a little bit more build. 
them being legit friends. Yeah. Ronda being trained by Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have been a better storyline as opposed to just cramming I, into the... I think they're going to get there. I think this was step one. I think it was just, okay, we're going to just throw you into the story for now and then backtrack and tell the story. Well, that's terrible. This mm. is WWE. They but only do terrible. This is new WWE. Like, this isn't supposed to... This isn't supposed to be terrible anymore. If the terrible from before and the terrible from now are being run by the same terribles, it's the same terrible. I guess you're right. But Baron Corbin was running things before. Speaking of (laughs) Baron Corbin, he gets beat by the burn it down man, the arsonist. The arsonist. (laughs) Seth Rollins. Curb stomp. Closes out the show. I think it's kind of weird to have Seth and Corbin close out the show. That was a weird thing, but... but they hit it towards that last week, didn't they? When I mean, he of just, like, jumped have... Yeah, but Corbin's not, like, a main eventer. You're not going to have the mm. role of champion uh, close out the show because she's facing Natalia. It's not like she's facing Sasha Banks or Bailey. Yeah, but if Natalia was enough for them to close the show on last week, shouldn't this match have been what closes it this week? Shut up with your logic. I'm sorry. <laughs> How silly of me. This doesn't work here. This is the WWE. Speaking of the WWE, because uh-huh. we're still there, Are how we? about Tuesday night SmackDown Live? So, what's an hour less, so we have a little less content here, but I think there's a little bit more to chew on in this episode. So we have Gallows and Anderson and the Usos going up against Sanity and The Bar. So it was like a... It was an eight-man eight eight tag. Eight-man tag. It's math. Good what enough. I'm happy about two plus two plus is that Gallows and Anderson are the ones who went over with the Magic Killer. Noise. Which, to me, says wonders for Gallows and Anderson. Foreshadowing? I'm hoping that this means nothing but good things for them. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we're talking about this quote-unquote new era of WWE. Gallows and Anderson deserve it. And I'm not talking about that puny title run that they had on Raw from like a second and they fucking vanquished. And, uh... They, they were relished to the mid-card or the, the back of the line again. I want to see Gallows and Anderson be Gallows and Anderson, you know? So hopefully this is the beginning of that. I don't like that Sanity was in this match because someone had to lose, but I didn't want Sanity to lose. And this is a pattern that we're going to see in the next match also, is you have two guys or two people, two... Workers. Workers, I guess, who were being overshadowed, who are now being put in the limelight, but then one of them has to lose. I don't understand why I put them against each other when you can have them in separate matches and let them both shine and build them both up. Okay, but how do you... How do you, you build with... You use Tyler Breeze, for example. Okay. They're, right now they're using Tyler Breeze as a, as a talent enhancement. Yeah. So, the match you're talking about, obviously, Mustafa Ali versus Andrade Cien Almas. Mm-hmm. You have Almas versus Breeze. Mm-hmm. And who do you have Ali face? That's the thing. There's no, like... And you also have to give the time to these guys. Time, not really... Yes and no. Yeah. Time's not really a factor because you can have a quick match. It doesn't have to be a squash match necessarily. Like, uh, Almas can have can basically beat uh, Breeze in three or Seven four minutes. minutes. Three or four minutes. Five, okay. five minutes tops. Um, At a commercial break. Exactly. Um, Ali needs a little bit more, more build time. up. But who would you you pit him against? You know. I mean, I I don't know a mid card heel on SmackDown. Name one. And he's a main event. 
He's I main know, event heel. But there's Samoa Joe, so many others main event heel. Do. Randy Orton, main event heel. Who else do you have? Mm. You don't really have anybody. Mojo's still on Raw, right? Uh, is he even employed? <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is. They could put Zack Ryder in there. So why not just hire a, like a jobber? Why? Hire a jobber from Mustafa to be real quick. Terrible my, idea. my thing, that is a terrible idea. My thing, you bring uh, Drew Gulak. I know he's usually on Raw. Yeah, but the, but he's a two hundred five. Drew is still using two hundred five live. Bro. I understand that. So if you're trying to cement Mustafa as a SmackDown, he guy, has to be the bigger guy. He's got to yeah, be the SmackDown right. guy. Okay. I, I agree with that. Okay, so how about? Damn. I just I don't like these are two guys who are up and comers on SmackDown. I don't like them going up against each other. I don't think I mean Andrade could eat the loss more than Mustafa can. Mm. What about um? But one of the clones. Yeah, that's per- I'm perfectly fine with that. I got another option. What about um? What's his name? Uh, Aiden English. He's still around. Boom, right? boom. That's perfect. Aiden English. That's even better. Who hasn't been on TV since the Rusev Day thing? Have him face Mustafa Ali. Have Mustafa beat him. Andrade can beat Tyler Breeze. Easy peasy. We're done. I I can I can mess with that. The problem is. Right now, they don't know what they're doing. And I with, with the new. I just Smackdown. I think even I though do, that that would be ideal that the way that card would play out. I think for SmackDown's time slot, the way it's it's two hours, it compresses too much. I and, get that, and I think you're 100 percent right. So then, why don't I think they on the main roster they need to utilize what NXT has the luxury of doing because NXT is pre-recorded. They have the luxury of. Like, the same guys are on every episode. You know, mm-hmm. Alistair Black will have a, a match this and Wednesday, later, and then two weeks later he'll have yeah. another match. Mm-hmm. So why can't they, like, I don't need to see Mustafa every week. We don't see AJ every week. We don't need to see Gals and Anderson every week. Give me, this SmackDown should have been Gals and Anderson versus uh, The Bar, and Mustafa versus Aiden English. Next week you give me The Usos versus Sanity, and you give me Andrade versus Tyler Breeze. That way, everybody gets to get built. Everybody gets some time to shine. The people who can take the loss can take the loss. Mm-hmm. The people who don't, who can't, don't. Like they, they're they're fixated on like the people who have to be on TV have to be on TV every week, and they don't. I, I can agree with that. You know, you spread spread the wealth. Spread it out. Spread it out and build them up so that when we get Mustafa Ali and Andrade Cianamas versus each other, it feels like what it should feel like. But both men have momentum. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's a bigger build. Yeah. When Gals and Anderson face up against Sanity, it feels like, oh man, this is Gals and Anderson versus Sanity. Not, oh yeah, Gals and Anderson in the bar versus Sanity and, and the Usos or whatever. Whatever the, the combination See, if was. See, I think that just because they had the 4 of 4, they kind of had to, they probably had to give each person their own time a yeah. little bit. Mm. They could, probably could have cut one of those te- two of those teams out and just that's made what, it up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but anyway, and then. The big match, or the big result of the week, was Shinsuke Nakamura defending his United States Championship against Rusev. And Jeremy called it. As soon as they announced this match last week, Who? Shades called it. That's right. Shades. Shades said, Rusev's going to win. And your new United States Champion, Rusev. With the Machka kick. The Machka kick, son. So, you know, good for Rusev. I have a dragon in <laughs> <laughs> He has the U.S. title back around his waist. We've seen that he's a good United States champion. We've seen what he but can he do with it. he was a heel. That's the difference. 
He was a heel when he was the champion. But he's a good face, though. He's funny. He's a fantastic face. So, hopefully, that carries over in his title run. Or, even better, we can get a good program between Rusev and Nakamura. I don't know. What do you think they're going to do with Nakamura? I don't know. Hopefully, this program. I don't know. Maybe they could put him in... Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. It's that time of the week, folks. We're going to give you oh, a little wait. NXT... In 60 seconds. Over other news? Before we get to... No? What other news? Gargano versus uh, Austin Theory at Evolve 120? Who cares? Oh, okay. Ah. Gargano. We lie. Some NXT in 60 seconds. Let's do it. So this week's episode had two squash matches and two full-length matches. We're not going to talk about the squash matches because we don't really need to. So bump that. But we had the tag team match that was set from last week of Shirai and Kai going uh, up against Jason Duke and Marina Shafir in their TV debut. Despite the fact that Duke and Shafir had a lot of the advantage for being the powerhouses and whatever, Shirai and Kai, with their technical ability, go over. There's a short post-match beatdown, but Io Shirai and Dakota Kai come out on top to win the match. The main event of the show was the cage match between uh, Alistair Black and... Johnny Gargano. Johnny, I couldn't That's forget his guy. first name. His first name, I'm sorry. You just Johnny Gargano. You just Johnny, your faces, you shut it. Johnny Gargano and Alistair Black had a cage match that was set last week. Really good match towards the end of the match. Black and Gargano going to opposite ways. Gargano's going up the cage. Black is trying to crawl out of the cage. As he's about to get through the door, Ciampa slams the door in Alistair Black's face. He interferes. Gargano escapes. I'm sorry, before he escapes, he comes back down. They hit the DIY uh, dual running super ah. kicks. Oh! Almost got it. Almost. Almost. So close. That Johnny Gargano thing messed me up. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember his name. Well, was a couple seconds on that Gargano. I couldn't thing. remember his name. Gargano. I couldn't remember his name. But that was NXT in 60 seconds. That was Raw. That was SmackDown. I'd like to mention one thing yes. I saw on Twitter today. Y'all. By your idol. Y'all. Your hero. Why did you? The Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. Yes. They're coming back with the Jericho Cruise <gasps> again. What? Again. 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 More details in January. G2A may have to... Uh, Boys, this time we start saving some money. And we may have to get on that cruise, guys. We're going to have to save some money to get out on that boat. You know what I mean? Hope I don't get seasick because we got to be there. Because he... Um, he put up a video, like a package of it before, and it was ridiculous. If, if this year's card is any indication of next year's, we have to start saving up money hey. and get on there. And it was in October, so, I mean, you got time. Yeah. I don't care. Hey, I've never been on a cruise. Neither have I. So, oh! Sounds like a much bigger than heaven, boy. Like we're oh, going to have ourselves a, a podcast on the sea. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh wee. Riding them waves. Yes, we will. We're going to ride them waves, boys. We are going to catch some stone sour on the cruise. Okay, anyway. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> so, now, the time that you have all been waiting for, that we have all been waiting for, that the entire wrestling internet community has been waiting for. Not really, kind of just like three of us and then some people who are listening. The first ever <laughs> annual... Grapples to Apples Awards. Golden Apples, Rotten Apples, and everything in between. The Five apples. categories. One Golden, one Rotten, 
three honorable mentions allowed total per host. Per so, host. boys, let's get to it. Ooh. I have been waiting all day. This Emmys? No. The Golden Globes? Who nah. cares about that? The VGAs? Yeah. Who that? What? That still airs? Uh, it's online, and it actually beat out the Oscars this year. The Oscars? <laughs> Nobody cares about Nobody the Oscars. Nobody cares about those. Grammys, Grammys talking about... VMAs, Emmys, Tonys. We don't want the that. BET we don't got that. The MTV Awards. No one cares about that. The AVN Awards. No. 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 We. Is that the thing? The that world <laughs> only needs to care about two letters and one number in between. G, two, A. The Golden Apple Awards, boys. Let's do and it. And as the 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 creator, my brainchild, this is my baby. I have nursed this thing. I have suckled from the teat of life. Okay, well, <laughs> now we've gone to like weird territory. I'd like to start off. By all means, Miss Shadez, lead us into this this new era. A podcast. Our first category of the night, boys. He is a who? We have our golden apple for best pay-per-view of the year. Well, we opening with that. Pay-per-view of the year. Let's be specific and clear. Pay-per-view or event. Pay-per-view or event of the year. Because yes. if it's on a WWE Network special, technically it's not a pay-per-view, but we are counting it. So it's a pay-per-view or event of the, of year. the year. You know why? WWE Network special, or whatever they call it. Well, same thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to start off. By all means. I have gone through the archives. Mm -hmm. I have searched far and wide. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do we want to, since we're, you know, it's the good and the bad. Do we want to start with the bad and then go to the good? Do we want to give out a rotten apple first and then the golden apple? I'd like to give out my golden apple. I want to get start on a good note. And then we'll follow that with that. All right. You, you I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Start. My bad, man, my bad, my bad. That's all you get. I've searched the galaxy. <laughs> different planets <laughs> for different shows. Mars, by far the best wrestling I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Event of the year. Mr. Shades, Shadez, as Joey would like to call me. For me, all in. No other, no other pay-per-view slash event had grabbed my attention the way that All In did, and it sucks because I could have been there. But love, very strong drug. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Thrill, yes sir. What event are you giving your golden apple to? Your very first, yes sir. You always remember your first. Yeah, do. What's Let up? See that. What's up, girl? Um, very, she, she definitely remembers you, baby. She that. <laughs> Hold on. Woo! Oh. Yeah, oh. Yeah, I'm just got a little, little fuego in here for me. A little fuego in here for me. <coughs> give me your first, baby. Let me hear what your first so, golden apple is. At first, I was a little hesitant to give my golden apple to this award because I thought I was being biased. Of course. But I went through everything and I thought... There's no way this is just bias. And if it is bias, be darned. How can I not pick all in? I was there. I took three or four days off of work. I flew out to Chicago just for this show. You missed my monkey's birthday. 
I, I missed her birthday. I texted her, though. I texted her. I was like, hey, happy birthday. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. You're a gentleman. I, I can't. I mean, you know, yo, much love, homie. Sister-in-law right there. That's right. So, like, I flew out there, met all these wrestlers at the convention before, the day before. You met your idol. I did. I met DDP, took a, 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 a picture with him in the championship, which is heavy. Um, like you said, this show had something for everyone. Yes, it did. If you're into the technical, if you're into the high-flying, if you're into the brawling, if you like the hardcore, if you like women's wrestling, if you like whatever, battle royals, you name it, it was in here. You liked overbook matches, do you like just straight go-for-it matches, whatever you like, all-in, Cody, the Young Bucks, Ring of Honor, whoever else is behind this, they did everything in their power to say... Let's make sure everyone has a good time tonight. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, as someone in the crowd, can say that it was an amazing night for professional wrestling. And I have, I'm honored to give my golden apple, my first golden apple, to All In. All right. Matty hmm. Bizzle, double Z, double E, tell me what your first golden apple is going to for your pay-per-view slash event of the year. Well, boys, I hate to be the megaphone of the party, but it's a total sweep for All In. Oh, unanimous! 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 Uh, there's just, as Will said, there's no other way to like encapsulate the way that that event made everyone dr pay attention to the wrestling world that weekend. Mm -hmm. It, dude, they sold out an different. arena in less than thirty minutes. Getting on the, being on the highway, trying to get off the highway to get to the venue. The, the traffic was backed up halfway down the highway. Like, this was a big deal. And, like, just the atmosphere, it was just incredible. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Matt. It's no, just, it's, it's... There's no other way to encapsulate the way that this event drew the industry together. It I agree. Was I agree. something so special. And Absolutely. hopefully, uh, Double or Nothing comes around very soon. Now... Possibly in New York. Oof. Possibly. Oof. Very possibly. Ooh, tinkle in my shorts. From what I'm... I am going to use... My first honorable mention. Oh, I can't. I'm, I, I, I mm, if I know Mr. Thrill, I think I know what it is. Well, let's see. I'm using my first honorable mention on the only other event that I thought compared to All In, which was Dominion 6 9 in Osaka Joe Hall. I mean, just Jericho winning the IC title off of Naito. Another match of importance that I'm gonna not bring up at the moment or go into detail at the moment because I'm sure it will be wow, later. Foreshadowing like an MF. <laughs> <laughs> Just this night. Well, most people when they come to New Japan, they think of like Wrestle Kingdom as their top show, and my reflex thought to go there. But when I look at the card and I remember back to these two shows, if I'm comparing Wrestle Kingdom to Dominion Six Nine, it's gotta go to Dominion. Mm -hmm. Dominion to me was a Fantastic show and New Japan's best show of the year. So my honorable mention for pay-per-view slash event of the year has to go to Dominion 6-9 in Osaka Joe Hall. Okay. I think we have a clean sweep for All In. Yes, now I feel we, we should go for our rotten. Mm. Something smells. It ain't a golden. Mm -mm. It's a rotten one. Mm -mm. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's a, that's a falling off the apple tree. Light it on fire. Throw it in the garbage. This thing is rotten. It's bruised. It's, it's ugly. It's mushy. It's mushy. It's mushy. No one likes a mushy apple. You know, I guess I started off but the golden. Yes, 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 yes. I guess I should start off the rotten. Imagine we get a unanimous sweep on this too. Probably. For me, 
pay-per-view slash event. My very first Rotten Apple goes to WWE Crown Jewel. Mm. Because boy, was that bad. (laughs) In terms of everything. The political aspect, the wrestling aspect, the result aspect. An aspect aspect. (laughs) All around... Uh, it was poor taste to do this pay-per-view. It was poor taste to um, have the results that they had. It was just... The whole thing should have just been X'd out. Can't. Screw the money. Lose the money. Whatever you could do. For me, Crown Jewel takes my first Rotten Apple. Well, Saudi Arabia, E2 Crown Jewel, Rotten Apple. Yeah. Easy. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to repeat more than what Jeremy said. Shades pretty much nailed it. Everything that I had to say about it, Shades knocked it out of the park. Crown Jewel, Ron Apple, get in my face. As someone who didn't watch Crown Jewel, I can't speak to that because, of Lucky course, you. we decided. Well, me and Will right, I mean, decided. I didn't, I didn't watch it either, mm-hmm. but from what I understand about the results, from what I know, from what I've heard, and the context in the background, mm-hmm. how can, I mean, it's got to be, to me, of course. it's Crown Jewel or nothing. I don't even want to give it that much attention to say it was that it was bad because it doesn't, doesn't even deserve negative or positive attention in my eyes. So, for worst pay-per-view of the year for me, I go with WWE Backlash. That was my... Yep. That, that was actually one of our first um, test episodes that mm-hmm. we ran. Uh, WrestleMania was our first test, test episode, but yes. Did we do one for WrestleMania? Yes, we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. Oh. We did. We did a test run for WrestleMania. WrestleMania, okay. The Greatest Royal Rumble, Backlash. Mm-hmm. We did. Right. Those were never aired. Those will never air. We'll never those were never air. Who knows? Flobination. Ugh. Those were running before you can walk type things. Right, right. But, yeah, that... Ooh, that that, that was just, a stinker. That was just who I had listed until I remembered Crown Jewel. I was like, oh yeah, no. Crown Jewel, yeah. Backlash yeah. never even crossed my mind. Really? Yeah, never even crossed my mind. Because that's my bar for how bad can a paper <laughs> get right now. That's, I'm like, like every time I, like, I, I see... Backlash bad? Is Backlash bad, though? When we're rating pay-per-views, I'm like, okay. Wasn't the greatest thing. But was it Backlash? <laughs> No, I, I could give it like two points because they didn't make me sit through another one of these. So it's bad, but is it backlash bad? Ugh. I feel you. Yeah, I, hopefully you know we don't get another backlash. I can't argue against that because again, that was my pick until I thought I remember mm. Crown Jewel. I forgot the name of this. I thought this was payback, and I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is bad. You know, backlash felt like payback. Sure, it's all bad. Just like, don't oh, pay me back with this payback. Yeah, I don't need it. Vince was mad about something. He paid us back already. Oof. <laughs> Maybe all them CM Punk chants. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would like to move on to the next category, if you don't mind. I was going to ask you to do the honors. Thank you. So, let's move on to Tag Team of the Year. Are so, we going golden? We're going rotten first. I want to I wanna lay out the stinker mm. so we can then go on the upside. Okay. Sure. So, my rotten apple might surprise a few. Rusev Day. Okay. Hmm. Now, I'm going to say Rusev Day is my Rotten Apple Tag Team of the Year because despite the fact that they were meant to be nothing than a comedy act and they got themselves over it organically, they were never given the push and the respect that they deserved. And then at the end of the day, they ended up breaking up with some nonsensical... You know, pseudo faux um, cheating adultery yeah. thing that was nothing, and then Aiden gets squashed, 
And we haven't seen him on TV since. I'd be surprised if he doesn't lose his job soon. There's talks that he is. So. He's he's definitely yeah. going to be on the line of cuts. So, to me, because of what Rusev Day could have been, but what they ended up becoming, and what it represents in terms of WWE and their mentality towards their superstars, I have to give Rusev Day my first tag team Rotten Apple. I'm sorry, Rusev. I'm sorry, Aiden English, but that's... That's my my rotten apple for tag team of the year. Um, for my rotten, uh, you want me to yeah, yeah, mine? So my rotten apple, similar line of thinking. Um, I was trying to figure out. Th- there really hasn't been too many tag teams that stuck out to me for the year. Um, really? For good or bad, yeah. There's nothing. There was too many teams that stuck out to me for for, for stinkers. I'll tell you that. For stinkers, so here's the thing: the, most of the stinkers to me have been just non-existent teams, mm-hmm. or like just they had high hopes and they flopped. That and to me, one of the biggest teams that had, uh, I forget if they were brought on. I think they were brought on last year, but the Ascension have just completely mm-hmm. dwindled into nothingness. The Ascension was in my mind. They in had mind? a lot of build-up when they were first coming up. They came up last year or the beginning of this year. So about or, two years ago, I think. Who oh, they, knows? Yeah, they've, they've been up for a little bit. They're in a void right now. Yeah. And there was promise when they were doing this stuff with Brizango, and then again the comedy stuff though flopped. And they don't deserve to be a comedy team. They are I mean, a they're pow- funny though. They're, they're right, compared to what they were doing in NXT, what they were was a tragedy. So my That's first one, tra- no, 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 no. I put together tragedy and travesty. It's a tragedy. Bad one. Bad one. But yeah, for my first tag team, Rod Apple, unfortunately, the Ascension. Wow. It makes sense. I, listen, I'm not going to argue with that. I had, no, I had their own mind, too. <clears throat> well, let me tell you something. I did not expect any of those picks from either of you two. Really? I did not. What were you expecting? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. For me, yep. this one breaks my heart. Oh. Because I had high hopes for them. Ooh. Very high hopes for them. Ooh. And they got stuck. Ooh. Doing Lucha... House party rule matches. My Ryan Apple goes to the revival. Ooh, God, that hurts to even say. To hear you say. I want to give them my golden apple in 2019. But this year was not a good year for the revival. Yeah. Between losing to the B team over and over again on fluky pins and doing this whole Lucha house party rules... I think they had a terrible year. and well, Hopefully it's over now. Hopefully it's over now. Bizzle, what do you got to say? No, uh, I was going to say, that's not completely, you know, that's understandable. I, I feel like they have had more glimmers of hope than a lot of the other teams in the industry right now. See, but the problem with that is you have a little bit of light that shines down on them. Mm-hmm. But then you have something like a roll-up pin lost to the B team. You have three weeks in a row where they're facing uh, Lucha uh, House Party in a Lucha House Party rules match three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. It, it's for a team that's no flips, just fists, old school tag team wrestling, mm-hmm. it's an embarrassment. Yeah. And when um, my brother and I were discussing the revival when they first came up into NXT... We're like, yo, this is Telly Blanchard and and, yeah. and Arn Anderson. Anderson. This is, you know, the Four Horsemen, a chase. Like, this is the, hmm. the and that's, and that's what they're always like, compared to. 
And for me, this year, it was just a... Well, they're going out of the year on the right foot, I think. And the right With the foot in the right direction. My thing with, that's the, revi- thing. My thing with the revival is that I think the WWE knows what they have. And that's why they're not afraid to use them the way they do. Yeah. Because they know... That it's like it's like Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. They use Carl Anderson to job because they know that Carl Anderson is one of the best wrestlers in the ring that they have, mm-hmm. f- like, full stop on their roster. Yeah. So I think they know the Revival is arguably the best tag team they have, so they don't care about using them as, as enhancement talent mm-hmm. to job and push people up past them, which is the problem that you have. And I told them that's why, like, I get it. But that's why I don't think of the Revival as having, like, a Rotten Apple kind of year, because I think WWE, at any time that they want, can just go like this, and they're back on top. For me, it was just... Oh, yeah, for sure. Loss after loss after yeah. loss. And just... Yeah. I mean, they got squashed at Raw 25. Don't remind me. So, yeah. Anyway. So, Bizzle, we got two categories down. No, mm-hmm. we didn't give out our golden apples. Oh, we didn't? We oh, just yeah, didn't sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, Sim Sim I'm used to my format. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This is my baby, after all. My golden apple, tag team of the year. Might be a little controversial. Hmm. I don't think so. And I have my reasonings. And you're going to give them. Of course. My Golden Apple is going to go to Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Mm, very good choice. Now, on top of their in-ring work and success, the Young Bucks this year answered every critique they've ever been given. People have called them spot monkeys. So they have a match with Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi that was arguably one of the best tag team matches of the year. Mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer said that Ring of Honor couldn't, you know, pack an arena. So the Bucks and Cody said, "All right, bet money," and they put together all in. People said that like the Young Bucks couldn't be heavyweight champions. They moved up to the heavyweight division and won the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. This 2018 was the Young Bucks going, "Oh yeah, how much you want to bet?" And they answered every single criticism, every issue, every common question, whatever anyone had to say about the Young Bucks, they turned it right back at them. And now because of it, at the end of 2018, they held all the power to go wherever they want, make whatever money they want. They sell merch up the wazoo. These guys are a power in of of themselves. So I I don't see how any other two-man team, inside or out, could be given the Golden Apple other than the Young Bucks. I too chose the Bucks. Of course, for mine. But <laughs> I also flip flopped with them going possibly to the Rotten Apples for similar reasons uh, that you had, I think, with the Revival. They had dropped, um, I mean, for their wrestling career matches, they had good matches. They had a lot of good spots in a lot of their matches. Um, but they, they're ending the year with no belts around their waist. They. Outside of their wrestling talent and outside of the matches themselves, uh, that's really where they shine. They have, you know, all like you said, all the power. It's power beyond just the belts. They can go wherever they want, do whatever they want. And it's part of the reason why I think Cody isn't on um, my list for top male superstar. Well, that's foreshadowing. Bro, we gotta get there, homie. I know. But I think when it comes to the Bull Club and the Elite, I think they're all very intertwined, and it's hard to stay, you know, you, you can't speak about them on their own, but they're, they they have careers that are very intertwined to each other, so mention them here or there. But yeah, um, 
I think the Bucks had a combination of a lot of phenomenal matches and a lot of really phenomenal spots. Even though they were walking out of the year without any belts around their waists, um, they're going to be walking into 2019 with a lot more hope than I think any other, let alone superstar, uh, tag team in the company. And I, mean, I think point, that's more important than anything else. At some point in the year, they were both the Ring of Honor have you, uh, Tag Team Champions and I think the IWGP champ, Tag Team Champions at the same exact mm-hmm. time. I mean... Right. You can't really... I mean, they're not wearing belts right now because no one knows where they're going. Exactly. If they were signed... If they had already signed an extension, they'd be champion somewhere at this point. They but, probably would have won it at, um, at uh, Final, Final Battle. Battle. For sure. Sure. Yeah. But, so, I mean, I don't hold that against them. It's because of the contract thing. But, I mean, I... I, again, I don't. I don't agree with the whole. Just because you don't have the belts doesn't mean you had a good year. Because that's what I'm saying. The Bucks had a fantastic year. They, mm-hmm. they did. I cannot deny that. I cannot deny that, and that is why they are my first honorable mention of the night. Mm. Yo, you almost made me die. What are you talking about? Ryan I Apple? thought I thought you were gonna give them a golden apple. I was like, say what? No. Okay. I did not give the the Bucks. So who gets your golden apple? Before you talk about honorable mention, who gets? I want to give my honorable mention because I'm not going to explain more. What okay. you, you guys did. Okay. You, Fair you, I, what I said with Crown Jewel, you did with the Bucks. Perfectly explained. They did so much for the wrestling community in the year of 2018. And yes, they should be getting my golden apples. But I think I had to lean towards the Briscoe brothers. Mm. Whoa. Two ROH championship tag team reigns. Okay. One being almost 200 and. 15 some some odd days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's almost more than almost half a year. Yeah. Uh, and now they're in their second reign to close out 2018. Mm-hmm. I think that Mark and Jay Briscoe, fantastic year. They will get my golden apples for the tag I team. I did division. not see that coming. They were teetering on my list as well. Wow. But. Well, you know who's teetering on my list? My second honorable mention of the night. Oh! And to me... I love honorable mentions. Isn't it? Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> I have one honorable mention for my tag team of the year. And that honorable mention is Undisputed, baby. Oh. Mm. I mean, I... It's I the Undisputed Era. I couldn't waste the Undisputed Era. I'm sorry. It's the Undisputed... I couldn't... I was like, how can I... Where can I give my shout-out to the Undisputed Era? Oh, yeah. Tag team of the year because they freebird it. So what are you talking about, Bobby Rich? Bobby Rich. Bobby Rich. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly. Roderick Strong. Adam Cole. Bebe. It doesn't matter. All four of them, undisputed era, tag team champions pretty much for the entire year, having phenomenal Phenom. matches with the likes of British Strong Style, War Raiders, um, Pete Dunne, and um, and Ricochet. Which- you name it. They'll get in the ring with anybody and just put on a fantastic match. Any of those four guys. And they're the Undisputed Era. I mean, they're the hottest thing in NXT right now. They sell just as many t-shirts. If you go to any NXT, WWE show, whatever, half the crowd is wearing Bullet Club. The other half of the crowd is wearing Undisputed Era. And Adam Cole's been in both. (laughs) And Adam Cole's been in both. So I just, my second honorable mention has to go. To the Undisputed Era. Damn. Boom. That's it. Hmm. So I I know I jumped the gun earlier and I apologize for that, but Maddie Bizzle double Z double E gun jumper. Let's get us to the next category. Category, as they say. Um, we're gonna do males or females. You you choose. It's your your, your choice, homie. You're hmm. the driver. 
We already settled on the last category. Yeah, last so category is last category. You have a little bit of flexibility. Let's go with women. Let's go with women. Okay. Female superstar of the year. Female wrestler of the year, because if they're not in WWE, they're not superstars. Whatever. Wrestler. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. But we, we can anyway, argue that later. Anyway, female wrestler of the year. Mm-hmm. This is the golden. Golden. Okay. I think the golden's gonna be unanimous. Yeah, probably. One and only Becky Lynch, the man. Come on. She climbed to glory and took the wrestling world by storm, especially in the last half of the year. For sure. And even when she was hurt, she managed there's to... No, there's no quotes around it. She was hurt. She was legit the woman hurt. was concussed with a broken nose. Yeah. I'm sorry, broken Orbible. face. Or- she, it, wasn't, it wasn't to the point where they had to strip her of the belt. Well, they just didn't. Right. Um, and she, she still ended up losing the title at the end of the year. But she still has so much going forward into 2019 that she's been able to keep her momentum running and her hype train exploding across yeah. the industry. Yeah. So, Becky Lynch, first female golden apple. For us. My, my golden apple for the ladies is Ronda Rousey's enemy, Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch had a very slow start to 2018, mm-hmm. but there is absolutely, positively, no doubt about, she is the hottest thing in professional wrestling. Male, like, full female, tag team, belt, pay-per-view, event, doesn't make a difference. Yeah. If news outlets are talking about Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. she is doing something right. And you know me, guys, I am not a big Becky Lynch fan, mm-hmm. but this whole the man thing mm-hmm. sold me on her. You just can't deny it. The Cannot. woman, I mean, I'm going to you know, state the obvious, Golden Apple's going to go to Becky Lynch. Of course. Duh. Um, but our second unanimous... Apple. Sweet. Okay. She, the minute she, quote unquote, turned heel on Charlotte at SummerSlam, that was it. The whole, like you said, she's the hottest thing in all professional wrestling. She can do no wrong. Her Twitter game is insane Ridiculous. right now. Ridiculous. I, I, if if her, it's really her controlling her own Twitter. Her Twitter game's on par with that Wendy's, that, the fake Wendy's yeah, account. Yeah, yo. Just cuts everybody. <laughs> Bro. Ridiculous. Becky, They're both redheads. She's... <laughs> She's she's done her promos in the ring have been short, solid, sharp, just like getting to the point. Like I'm the man, blah 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 blah. Like there's been no wrong since the turn. Since her character went from like just you know Becky Balboa to the man, it's been near flawless. So I mean, this is just unanimous. Yeah. Um. I want to put an honorable mention in there. Oh, so that's your first honorable mention, yeah? It is. My first honorable mention is going to go to Ember Moon. Of really? Yes. Huh? Will is surprised. Pray tell. Um, Ember Moon has. Uh, she's. I think she cemented herself into the women's locker room amongst the two brands as someone with a lot of hope and a lot of potential for the next for the future. What my I th- I'm pretty sure my honorable mentions pretty much are all about what the coming years will bring. I think to the to the superstars or wrestlers or whatever. And I think Ember Moon carries a lot of um, potential if they let her. Uh, they've 
once you take Ronda Rousey out of the picture, I don't think there's too many other people on Raw that can hold a torch for the singles division. And I think Ember Moon is probably the only one that could do that right now. Uh, I mean, I don't want to rain on your parade. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. So mm-hmm. let's just. Okay. What do you. What, no, honestly, what do you think? Um, I mean, you have Sasha, you have Bailey, you have Ruby. You have, I don't I mean, want them in the singles. You have division. Natalia, you have. Uh, I mean, Natalia, Natalia, I'm not sure Natalia has the, the personality and charisma to be at the top I'm of the about, card. That's all ringability. But I'm talking about ringability for sure. And for me, we're talking about 2018, we're not talking about the future. So Ember Moon having a bad year or a good year uh, next year has no bearing. It's your honorable well, I, mention, so I can't tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I completely disagree with the whole, like, no one can hold the candle right now. Cause uh, yeah, that's I, my only issue is that there's definitely people who I think are ahead of her. I think <laughs> Sasha Banks is probably the best female on the Raw roster. This is, yeah, that's fair. But uh, it's an honorable mention, not second best. Of the, I don't want to okay, give a second best trophy. This that's, is, a, that's a fair point. This is someone who, you know, they they she continuously I think had um, a series of good matches and or a series of ways to show that she can throw it down in the ring and hold her own. And not it's not a uh, you know a gripe at Natalia or Ruby or any of them, but when you talk about the future, I I'm thinking. Uh, you know what? I'm wrong. Yeah, Ruby would probably be the only one that I could think of that, for a handful of years going forward with Ember, I could see them maybe. I can see that. I can see those two holding being like that torch. Yeah, but the top of the division in the future, I can see that. Um, Natalia, I don't know how many more years she has in the ring. Not that she can't throw down, but like I think they're gonna want her to be in developmental. They, she's kind of want express that. I think she's pushing for bigger scenes now. I guess, but. Um, I can see her retiring soon, spending more time with uh, with her husband and whatnot. Maybe settling down, having, maybe having kids, kids finally. So. Maybe I can see that. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, okay. okay. That's that's my first time I ever mentioned the episode. Okay. So, okay. so rotten apple. Oh, uh, rotten apple. Oh, hmm. rotten apple. So, <clears throat> rotten apple for the for females. Uh, I went with Alexa Bliss. Ooh. What? I'm cool with this. I want to hear more. I'm not, and I, I want to hear not. more. Um, Alexa Bliss had started off the year pretty strong, I would say. She was women's champion for the first She was one Money in the Bank. The year. Mm-hmm. Right. Was, was yeah. She won Money in the uh, Bank yeah. and cash in the same night. Right. And then after WrestleMania, she dropped off, right? It was, well, she lost the after... No, because she Money in the Bank is afterward. Mm-hmm. When did she, she... She dropped it at SummerSlam. She dropped it to Nia at SummerSlam. Right. No, no she, she did dropped not, it to she, Ronda at SummerSlam. She dropped it to Nia Jax at WrestleMania. Right. Mm-hmm. She picked it back up at, at Money, Money in the, the Bank. Bank. Well, she she dropped the belt to Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. Yeah. And then she got hurt. Concoosed. And it's just been downhill from there. She hasn't been back in the ring yet. But just she's concoosed. hurt. Doesn't make... So is that a good part of, uh, way to end the year? You can't help getting hurt. You can't help getting hurt, but it, it happens. Yeah, but I, I don't she, necessarily th- make it. She, there's so someone that's handled it well. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch got hurt. There's she two, was you're talking about two different two different injuries. Becky Lynch was able to come back because they cleared her to come back. Right. Becky. I mean, uh, Lesnar hasn't been cleared to come back because concussions but but, different but with every person. If Becky, if Becky hadn't, been, if Becky hadn't been cleared, you think she would still be able to keep her momentum going? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I feel like Alexa, I mean, she's what? She maybe, we don't even know if she's like still doing that GM thing for the women. There's no, there's she's no she's, anymore. she's up in the air right now. Right. Her future's up in the air. So for Alexa, I don't know. I just I feel like she started Look, hot. I can't say anything. It's his yeah. roundup. Yeah. But yeah. I I disagree with him the same way I would disagree with a starting quarterback losing their job to injury and coming back. Like the same thing. I I, I feel like just because you got injured doesn't mean you had a bad year. You could you could be winning the MVP and then you get hurt the last. Four games of the season. But I'm sure if you ask that person if it was a good year, well, no, they got hurt. They lost a lot of time, so it's not a good year. So, but for me, she I lost guess, at two of the big four of the year. I get you. I get you. I get I'm, you. What about? I don't even remember. Anyway, I get you. Yeah, um, I get you. So go ahead. Shades or? Um, no, I'll, no, I'll, let me go. Okay, I, go ahead, we're go doing this whole circular thing. Okay. And I'd like to continue it. Yeah, fam. Alicia Fox. None Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that, I, that I'm the only one with this rotten apple. Mm. Brie Bella. I was going to give her mine, but I was just like, Alicia Fox has had a lot more bad matches. But this woman's a Bosch machine who They're concussed Liv Morgan. They're both Bosch machines. Well, hold on. Hold on. Alicia Fox has not concussed anybody this year. Mm. Alicia Fox has not, tried a su- has not tried a suicide dive that ended with her face planting. Alicia Fox has not looked like the abomination that Brie Bella has looked like in the ring. I have a three-way tie, and I again, these aren't in honorable mentions, but I'm not going to name them. Mm-hmm. Brie Bella is one of them. Brie Bella, to me, for if nothing else, if it, if the Liv Morgan incident would have been an isolated incident, probably wouldn't have been Rotten Apple. But because she's such a botch machine in the short time, she wasn't even performing for that long this year. And the whole year, she was, what, four months total? Something like that? So she performed for a quarter of the year. And that whole quarter was her botching. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Liv Morgan thing. I couldn't give it to anybody else but Brie Bella. So, yeah. But on top of that, I'm also using my last. Honorable In mention? In this case, dishonorable mention. Sure. All right, well, watch Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> because what's one botch machine without another botch machine? Oh, no. Oh, no. So my dishonorable mention goes... Not the face breaker. To the face breaker, no. Nia Jax. Get off my TV. Stop breaking my women. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I mean, do I have to say anything else? So, the, Stop breaking my wrestlers. The only gripe I... Idiot. Uh, do you have anything you want to add about Nia just Jax? Con- just everyone. Concuss- just, she's like the Martha... She's like, what is it? The Oprah Winfrey... Of concussions for female performers. You get a concussion. You get a concussion. You get an injury in a botch because I suck at my job. Now she should have been my rotten apple. Looking at this analytically, looking at at this analytically, because that's how I tried to look at this. As those three were all on my list of worst females of the year, but the thing is, they haven't. Naya Naya probably would be the closest because Naya had. The title for a little bit, and then she just started botching and killing. Started, well, started. Okay, you're she right. She never stopped. She, this is this. She takes stopped. breaks. It's been for years. Yeah, she. She does. just. T- I'm sorry, bro. Miss Thrill. <laughs> you're scaring the children. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Grinch now? Huh? Bro, I don't even like Alexa Bliss, and she broke Bliss, and I'm mad about it. Like, chill out. I know. Stop concussing people, Jax. I, I couldn't give Nia Jax my uh, rotten. Because she broke Becky's face and got so much heat, which means she got a lot more traction behind her. Yes, but where that he has dissipated. 
No one cares about her anymore. And that is good for us and bad for her. <laughs> Bro, oh my gosh, I'm angry right now. I I'm, just, I'm hot. You know, you know what? I'm so you know, hot. I know you're hot right now, so let's move on. Yes. To male superstar of the year, Golden Apple City. Go for it. My man, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Too many matches to name. For sure. Best mm-hmm. belt machine. Cha- winning the IWGB Championship, finally. Finally. Matches with Okada. Matches in the G1 Climax. Matches with uh, Pentagon, Dark, Coding. Oh, my God. And name anyone. That match of Pentagon was so good. And with this, we are cashing out on both of my honorable mentions. Ooh. Hmm. Now, my honorable mention assist number one, Cody. Very good year. Hard to argue. Yeah. It was a very tough list for me to put this together. Oh, for so these, hard. For, for this um, category. I agree. <sighs> Easily my toughest one. And, uh, well, yeah, you won the you, uh, IWGP US Championship. You won the uh, NWA Championship. The NWA mm-hmm. World Championship, yeah. So, Cody, very good year. Uh, and then my honorable mention had to go... To AJ Styles. Unfortunately, the reason why Kenny squeaked out AJ is because AJ's feuds were a little bit lackluster. Fair. The the only thing that kept AJ in for me is um, one my man crush on him, <laughs> and two his championship ring. Yeah. Kenny Omega, the cleaner. Fair enough. Fair enough. My golden apple. Goes to the one and only Tomasa Ciampa. Ooh, that's a good one. This man went from being a undercard performer, tag team wrestler, to the biggest heel in the world, and then the NXT champion. This—if you told anybody, or anyone said to you a year or two ago. If you're watching a DIY match, or if you're watching the Cruiserweight class, and you said, oh, Tomas Champ is going to be the NXT champion in a year or two, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, okay, so I don't want to really go too far on this, but I would never have looked at him and said, you know what, NXT champion. Missouri. That's what I'm saying. But what I did say was, man, that guy looks like a heel. He'd play a perfect heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he was on the Indies, he was Psycho Killer. He looks... Like a psycho killer. <laughs> so Tommaso Ciampa, I just I and then on top of that, not only did the progression of his career from like tag team undercard guy to main event to NXT champion, but he had fantastic matches along the way. His he had one of, uh, one of his matches with Gargano this year is arguably one of the best matches of the year. It could be on any one of our golden apples, and I wouldn't bat an eye. Mm. Tommaso Ciampa. Career trajectory, brand new like person like he's a he's a he's his own guy now, and on top of that, championship to boot, fantastic matches along the way. I I between all the other guys that you mentioned that that I haven't mentioned that I can't mention that Matt might or might not mention, I couldn't disregard what the year that Champa had. So my golden apple for male wrestler of the year goes to Tommaso Champa. Hmm. Biz. 
my golden <laughs> apple for male super male wrestler of the year goes to Kenny Omega. The struggle for him to get to the IWGP Heavyweight Title um, has been going on for better half of two, two years. years, and his the fourth bout they had for for him and Okada, or technically that was their fifth bout, correct? Just 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 get anyway. Keep moving. Was phenomenal. Two out of three falls had me on the edge of the seat, uh, edge of my seat, only to be rivaled, I think, by their second bout. Their tell, second. Tell me more about Kenny. Kenny, um, he had matches. I mean, not just with him and Okada, but him and Jericho, him and Cody, him and Kota Ibushi and Cody. Uh, like I said, him and Pentagon was all in. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he. But prior to Becky, I think he was a hit. I would say he was the hottest thing in the wrestling world. Yeah. Um, yeah. For m- m- nine months, ten mm-hmm. months, so. Arguably, still is. Arguably, just, arguably still is, but I, I mean, I know. don't know if he still is. I think it's not arguable. He's definitely maybe number two. I would say Becky's, hottest male. Becky's the hot, yeah, hottest, hottest male, male in sure. the world right now. Sure, sure. But Kenny Omega, you get my golden apple. Okay. Let's so go for our rotten apples. Some stinkers. It is the man. Who speaks no English? Ooh, really? Shinsuke Nakamura. Huh. And I will tell you why. <laughs> he won the Royal Rumble earlier this year, mm-hmm. and nothing came of it. No good feuds. I'm sorry. His his feud with AJ was a stinker. His <laughs> feud with Jeff Hardy stinker. His feud with Rusev. Stinker. Yeah, you won the United States Championship. Fine. But for me, so much lost potential in that. That's why Shinsuke gets my rotten apple of the year. If we were doing runner-ups, he was definitely going to be my runner-up. It was uh, it was rough. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. But also, I guess not surprised. Shouldn't be surprised. I thought that me picking Shinsuke as my rotten apple was like a long shot. I'm here like, I'm going to say Shinsuke, and they're going to look at me like, oh, okay, well, well, well. I got Shinsuke as my rotten apple too. Mm. For literally pretty much the same exact reasons. The guy opens the year winning the Royal Rumble, and we're all like, yeah, it's happening. We're going to get the Shinsuke from, from NXT. We're going to get the Shinsuke from New Japan. We're going to get the Shinsuke who debuted with that match against Sami Zayn at NXT TakeOver. And we have not gotten that Shinsuke yet. We got a heel turn with a new song that's annoying because they play the intro to the video every single time for no reason. We, we He's got the blue thing going on, looking like Sonic the Hedgehog. I just... He's done literally nothing. He was the U.S. champion and was on TV like twice in the time that he was the champion. You're not wrong. I forgot Nakamura was the thing. Naka, and I, well, and I like Shinsuke ago. as a performer, yeah. so I'm rooting for him all the time. Like I want to get into the Nakamura thing, but just nothing. And I understand that it's not all his fault, because like Vince doesn't really trust him because of the language thing, and I get that. But man, the dude's had a year to forget. And so for that, I'm with you, Jay. I'm going Shinsuke with my rotten apple. See, prior to this... This is why I'm in love with you. I know. That's why we're hetero life mates. Anyway. <laughs> we're brosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> um, prior to this, I didn't realize that he lost his match on Tuesday. Uh, so I thought he was leaving the year when I was making my list with the U.S. title. Right. 
Yeah, so, I mean, <clears throat> Shinsuke had a rough patch for most of this year, and most of it has been, you know, completely missable. But my rod and apple, um, I'm giving to Kevin Owens. I forgot. I was trying to think about who, like, was really had a rough year this year. Well, the Jericho stuff was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Owens yeah. had a bad year. Yeah. And he's not hurt. Yeah, right? he is yes, hurt. He, is. he had double knee surgery. Oh, okay. I thought he was just. I forgot. I no, thought he, he had just double knee surgery. surgery. I mean, he had. Um, Him and Sammy weren't really like. I'm. I'm biased. I love Kevin Owens. I mean, yeah, sure. And he does no wrong with me. Um, they argue that he he had the most boot segment, like ever. Oh, him and Elias. Yeah. yeah. In Seattle. The whole Seattle Supersonics yeah. thing. That was a great. Seattle. Uh, I think that was the last time he was on Seattle. TV. I think the next think match after that was the last hurt, day right? when the, the, they wrote him off to have the double knee surgery. Mm. And Sami Zayn had shoulder surgery, and they're, they're back on their way soon. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's, that's actually that's not, not a bad, bad pick. pick. Not it's a bad not, pick. It's not that I hate the guy, but did, it just sucks that he didn't... It, it, uh, they, Even when he was healthy, he wasn't doing much mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Not a bad so, yeah, pick. He quit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he quit and was back next week. Supposedly quit. Uh, we don't. Was that a work? Who knows? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry, Kev. Bye bye. So can we move on to the the main event? Of the our main, main event. event. Well, well yeah. most of these are main events for me. So. Thrill. Yes, sir. The Jingle Jolly Giant. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Take us home tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, our final category, the final award, goes to match. Of the year. Now, considering that this is what we've all been kind of going down to, I think it's vital that we have to go Rotten Apple first, Golden Apple last. So, I'm going to start us off. My Rotten Apple match of the year goes to Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal at Money in the Bank. Because what? Why? When? Who? Yeah, apparently this happened and it was boring and I missed it or I didn't and I blocked it out. This match, Roman, Jinder, get out of my face. Bizzle? Oh, so I don't take notes when there are bad matches. I just walk away and like forget about them. Uh, so I was thinking about the worst pay-per-views and what were the worst matches that were on that card because that generally that brings makes the stinker. So I looked at over some stuff. However, I think the worst match of the year that I can. That's just the build-up. You're, you're, you're killing me. It's driving me insane because uh, the worst match of the year for me has to be the 3-3 women's match on Raw that, that one night. That Which one, night? The one where... Yeah, they, they do six-man tags every other week the, of the women's division. Th- the one where Liv got knocked out. Okay. That pro- that was a rough match. Thinking, thinking about all the matches that could have been, that probably is the one that keeps sticking out to me. I wanted it to be one of those, one of the worst of pay-per-view cart, uh, matches with like one of the Bellas or at least Fox because they just put on terrible matches. But then it was like, wait a minute, you brought up Brie Bella earlier and how she completely just botches left and right, and that was probably the worst 
Uh, or that was Nikki. Was that that was Nikki? No, that, that was that was Brie who concussed. Lil oh right, Morgan, it was Brie with the kick. And then she messed up the spot with Ruby, and Ruby was supposed to hit her, and she hit Ruby instead, which made Ruby Riot very upset. And then we did the uh, force Ruby Riot to call the rest of the match on the fly. And there was because the, God forbid the referee does their job. The four way uh, suplex that happened in that match. Yeah, the suplex that Liv Morgan had no business being a part of. Uh, so yeah, I mean this is probably the the least exciting rotten apple or golden apple I wanted to give out because it's just. Unmonumental, but okay. yeah, worst match. For me, that that was such a random on a raw of mm. all, all things. But it's a valid one. It's a very valid one, but you had so much WWE crap to fill <laughs> it with. You could have taken your pick. You could have put all the crown jewel on there. But for me, it goes to one of their super shows. Oh, I knew it. Go ahead. The Undertaker versus mm. Triple H. At the Super Showdown in Melbourne, Australia. Australia. My that was terrible. It for me, the build up and there was weeks where I was like, oh my god, nostalgia, Undertaker, Triple H, DX. Uh, not really the Ministry of Darkness, but you know whatever. The Brothers of Destruction. Exactly, but then again, a little bit later in like the attitude, like end of the yeah, whatever. <laughs> Full stuff. I was like. Oh Early my god, moves. Triple H is out, yay! And then other weeks I'm like, oh my god, well, you, guys, you guys are still wrestling? Like, like there, there was that one week where we were like legit excited. We were told you, yeah, like, yo, yeah, I, was, you, you, I was excited, I was excited, I was, was it? I was thoroughly giddy yeah. for it. And then the match happened, and we were and like, oh yeah. the match happened, I was like, like oh yeah, that's why I didn't want to see this. Undertaker, Mark Calloway, I love you to death. You are my childhood personified. Bro, you've got nothing else to prove. Nothing else to prove. Hang him up. Hang him up, up, up. Hang him up, up, up. So that is why Undertaker, Triple H, Super Showdown, Melbourne, Australia. Rotten Apple. Rotten Apple. Ooh. So I'm going to assume. Remember, hold on. There are very strong um, decisions that need to be made after yes. this pick. Yes. So our friendship is on the line here. Oh my so, Lord. So let first of all, does anyone have any more honorable mentions left? No, I'm I done. Do. I have two. You do. Friends. I wasted mine. I wasted all three of mine. So Matt, give me your honorable mentions now, and then we'll do the golden apple last. Remember that our friendship hangs in the balance <laughs> right now. I'm pretty Can sure I? we're fine. Unless one of us has been like on some Ooh. something else, this, we've got to be fine. We have this. spoken earlier. <laughs> There's some extracurricular mm. activities going on. So, Matt, give me your honorables. I kind of wanted to do my match of the year and then go into the honorables, but I digress. Um, my first honorable mention for the match of the year would be Becky and Charlotte at Evolution. Call it. Of course. Okay. We were there. It was yeah, awesome. It was. They, That match... Uh, I didn't expect them to tear down the house, and they had to tear down the house, and it should have been the main event. Should have been. And they, should they have been. showed that they should have been. You know what's funny is that when I think back to that night, I think of it as like I remember it. That as was the, the main, main event. Because then I, I got, I got out of my seat and walked over to see Charlotte get power bombed through a table, and then I watched the end of that match. Went back and sat up with you for the rest of the night. That was it. Yeah. I had a seat on the floor and I was like, I completely forgot. Show's over. Don't I have need to, to see remind it. myself that Rhonda and Nikki Beth happened. Nikki had a match, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, they tore it down and then they ended up 
getting the main the main event for TLC. Right. That match I think was monumental for the year. It was something. Uh, is that your second honorable mention? That was that is my second honorable mention. The I have TLC a, I have match. The TLC match. Did I not call it? Wait, wait, so Evolution is one honorable mention, and then TLC and then is one. the second? No, 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 not TLC. Sorry. No. So the, don't mention TLC. You only get one honorable yeah, you mention. Yeah, you can defuse me, homeboy. No, no, no. I'm, my honorable mention is the Beck and Flair match at Evolution. Okay, okay. done. That's You're my done. You're done talking about That's best. And then my second honorable mention for Match of the Year goes to Velveteen Dream and Tommaso Ciampa at TakeOver War Games. I knew that. I swear I knew it. Because you know what? That's not like that. That show was in my talks for, like, in my top five so, shows of the year. <coughs> I considered switching it and making the War Games pay-per-view my uh, uh, yeah. honorable mention. But this match deserves its own it's a good golden match. star. Very good match. This match blew me away. I, yes, but Golden Apple is the award. This would have been an honorable mention, golden star, whatever. Anyway. Golden stem. Sure, stem. I like it. Um, this I didn't expect these two to put on the show they did for Takeover. Uh, I was not a giant Velveteen Dream fan. I was not a giant Tommaso Ciampa fan. D R E A M. It's not that I hate the guy. I actually love his promo work more than I love his in ring work. But with that match, it was like okay, these guys can go. They went for a while. They were four minutes, I think. Probably like twenty-five, thirty. I don't, I don't think. I don't know, but. Um, blew me away and watch NXT but that would be the end of my honorable mentions so how do you want to play this Jeremy do you want to I want to go last you want to go last mm-hmm. mm. should we let Matt go first and then I'll go no why don't you go, go? you, you go? started the okay, run okay 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 to me as much as any other match could have come remotely close which some matches did come close there's only one match of the year did we all choose the same thing? Dominion 6-9 and Osaka Joe Hall. Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada 4. Two out of three falls. Kenny finally, finally defeats the giant that is Okada to become the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Between the story that goes into this and the match itself, the, the exhalation that comes when you get that final three count and Omega wins and you realize, oh my God, he finally, like, he did it. Mm-hmm. He finally did it after losing and then draw and then losing. He finally conquered it. He beat Okada. He's a new IWGP heavyweight champion. And the match, in and of itself, without the story, was amazing. To me, there is no question. There is no other. Match of the year, Golden Apple, Okada Omega 4, at Dominion 6-9 in Osaka Joe Hall. Uh, enough said. Omega Okada 4. That match had everything you would have wanted out of those two, and more. And, um, yeah, I mean, he lost the first fall in that match, too. Yeah. Which, it made it a comeback story, you know, for the, end, the last two, but uh, it was awesome, and the second match they had two years ago was Cody, Cody tried to throw the towel and mm-hmm. uh, Cody actually had a towel in that match. He, yeah, they tried to like be like, "Oh, what's Cody doing?" But no, they. I mean, oh, that match just it blew me away in ways I didn't expect it to. And Golden Apple, 
Okada and um, Omega Okada for Jeremy Shades. I mean, can it be anything else? It can't be anything it can't else. Be. It can't be anything I mean, else. Pop Meltzer broke his freaking rating scale. Seven and a half. Seven. <laughs> Sorry. Stars. Oh God. <laughs> Seven star rating. Seven star rating. I mean, I I'm I'm one thousand percent sure. Kenneth Omega. Kenneth. And, and Kazuchika Okada cannot put on a bad match together. Oh no! I think no. it's impossible. It's not a thing. They can have no arms, no legs, <laughs> be blind, deaf, and mute, and I think they can still find their way to each other and put on a, the best torso match we've ever seen. <laughs> it would be the most interesting. <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. My gosh! <laughs> I just pictured him hobbling for. <laughs> I don't think it's the right. He does his whole body at <laughs> Oh my god. We are the worst people. Oh. Oh my god. So yeah. So yeah. It's I mean, unanimous. There's, I mean, there's, for me, there's not even an honorable mention. Yeah. For me, there's, there's no, there's no match that comes close to sniffing this. You're not even in the same galaxy for me. In terms of wrestling match, there's no match that Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada has put on in the last two years that any match has come close. Maybe mm. I would say their second match is up there for me. For me, I mean, the one where they went to a draw. Be better. We're talking about different different pairings. Oh, different, different pairings. I'm talking about those four matches. There is there's probably no. Set of matches that equal that. I don't Not think even so. close. I don't think so. Had they rated anything less than a five? No. And they went five, five and a quarter. It was like six? Six and then seven, something like that. Out of a five star rating system, general? That's the Dave Meltzer five star rating system, yeah. And he gave it a seven. Yeah. This is the first match, the, this is the first pairing to ever like just shatter his five star rating system. Wow. Not once, but twice. Not twice, but, but thrice. thrice. Not thrice. Full time. I mean, come on. There's no. There's. You gotta be completely oblivious. People who don't even watch uh, New Japan knows about this. This is why it had to be my golden. I agree. I agree. So, I want us to kind of go back quickly and see if we can come up with, come up with. Unified team grapples to apples picks for all these categories. I think we if we can, if we can, if we can't, we can't. So we already did the. So we had two so unified. We, have, we already, have, right? I think it was three of them. Three unanimous. Three unanimous. All in. Becky is, Lynch. All in is the official unanimous grapples to apples pay per view or event of the year. Correct. Becky Lynch is the official grapples to apples female wrestler of the year. And Okada Omega 4 is the official Grapples to Apples match of the year. Now, can we come to an agreement on a tag team of the year and a male wrestler of the year? I think we can come with... Uh, the, the only way we can come up with an actual do recipe we, do is do, it's been outvoted. We do voted. Kenny Omega has won two votes. For so male wrestler of the year? Yes. Okay. And, and you the put the Bucks, Bucks have you put two, two honorable mention, right? What you had them as an honorable mention as well, didn't Who, you? Who the Bucks? Yeah. 
Yeah, but you guys both picked the Bucks, so it doesn't right. make a difference what, oh, what my honor so then is. Okay, so then, just like that, very easy. The official Grapples to, Asso- a- Grapples to Apples Tag Team of the Year, the Young Bucks, Matt Grapples and Nick Jackson. And the official Grapples to Apples Male Wrestler of the Year, Kenny Omega. The cleaner. The, the best bout machine. Still has the cleaner. Isn't the cleaner anymore? Well, the, in his little uh, their uh, the elite shirt now they have their the elite. It says oh, is the, the cleaner? cleaner? Yeah. So suck an egg. Whatever. He had it in the cleaner for like a year. <laughs> like more than two years. <laughs> no, right. So that wraps up the first ever Grapples to Apples end of year Golden and Rotten Apple Award Show. Thank you all so very much for tuning in. Thank you, of course, to my co-host. Thank you to the World Professional Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, WWE, ICW, Evolve, Rev Pro, NXT, NXT UK, ICW, CZW, so on and so forth. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, I've been your Holly Jolly host, Will the Thrill, joined by... The man of the hour, the man with the power, the cream of the crop that rides to the top that just don't stop. Hey. Shades. And the Grinch of the Year, Maddie Bizzle, double Z, double E. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next week. Brand new year. Brand new show. <laughs> Tune in to find out. Peace. Peace and love.